0: Let us go before the Lord today in prayer. Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus, Lord, we thank you for such a wonderful day. For all the love you've shown us, God, Strengthen us and our family, watching over us, God, as we go through this thing called life. But Lord, we must always land on your truth. No matter how painful it may be for us to accept it, we must believe in the Father and the Son. We must understand what God's plan is for mankind. We ask that you grant us your love, your kindness, your mercy, your grace, your favor, God, and give us understanding today. So we may give all glory and honor to you, Father God, and to you, Lord Jesus. For all that you do, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. So let's talk about the Father and the Son as we're led by the inspired teaching of the Holy Spirit today. As time goes on, the story about God the Father and the Son continues to change. The devil doesn't want anyone to believe by God's truth or experience God's salvation. See, the devil's goal is to deceive the elect, those called by God. If he deceives those who call to teach God's word, then neither God the Father nor his Son will receive the honor and glory they deserve. Because God's truth is not being preached. See, if we come together and learn of the Lord, we can develop a right relationship with God the Father and our Lord Christ Jesus so God's Spirit could be at work in us. God's word teaches us that the Father is in Christ, and Christ in the Father, and we're in Christ if we live by the Spirit, and do that which God has called us to do, and live our life by God's truth. See, as we continue to grow on our journey, and as we continue to have our understanding, you and I must mature in our faith, and our understanding, and our belief in God. See, we can never forget that God is the creator of all things. Just like our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus did, we need to praise God the Father, who is the Lord of heaven and earth. It was the Father's plan to keep things hidden until the coming of his Son. And through Christ, the Father's plan has been revealed to us like little children. God the Father is the only one who knows the day and hour that Christ will return. None of the angels in heaven know. Not even Christ himself knows. Only the Father. It would be like the days of Noah when everything was going as normal until the day God the Father decides it's time for his son to return to the earth. See, many are worshiping God uh, uh, that they do not know, that they do not understand his plan. but, But we receive God's son, Christ Jesus, who teaches us about the Father so we know him and he knows us. This connection to the Father through Christ allows us to worship God in an acceptable way. We learn through God's word that the only true way to worship the Father is in in his spirit and truth. For this is the kind of worship that the Father approves of. The way we come to God must be done in accordance with his will. See, many seek God to experience a miracle. To be saved from a situation. Or to get something from God. But we come to God because he first loved us uh, seeking that which does not fade away or spoil. We seek the Lord for the things that endure beyond this world. We seek the Lord to receive eternal life which only the Son of God can give us. See, Christ is the only one the Father has approved to bring his people into salvation to grant us eternal life. There's no one else but Christ Jesus. We have to keep... who the Father is straight in our belief. So we know where our help comes from. See Christ the Son of God spoke plainly. But many deny the Father and Son. They do not understand the oneness of God. Go to me to 1 Corinthians chapter 8 verses 5 to 6. See God says nothing about three persons in one. There's the Father and the Son Christ Jesus. And there's God's Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 8 verses 5 to 6 says, But even if there was so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, and indeed there are many gods and many lords, yet for us there is but one God, the Father, for whom all things come and from whom we live. There is but one Lord, Jesus Christ, to whom all things come and through all that we live through through our whole life is bound through him. So, so you and I got to get the story straight. We got to keep the story straight so we're able to live our life and, and what we do is not done in vain. See, Adam and Christ represent the first fruits of God. By Adam we experience death through sin, but, but through Christ Jesus we receive eternal life from God. See Christ is the truth the, in the light in him, all dominion and power and authority see it all reigns in Christ see, Christ will reign until he all his enemies is, is put under his feet, then he'll hand the king back over to God the Father. We must keep the story straight about God and God in Christ Jesus through God's word, so we, we could come and agree and and have faith and praise and worship God in the same way. It's important that. Christ's disciples and the apostles keep the story straight. So many come to believe in God's truth. So if we keep the story straight about the Father and the Son. Then our hope would be strong in God. Our faith and belief are based on God's word and nothing else. We must always acknowledge our Heavenly Father. Sing unto him with with songs of gratitudes in our hearts. No matter what we do in this life, whether in word or deed, we do it all in the name of Christ Jesus. Giving thanks to God the Father through him. We must keep the story straight now. Paul kept the story straight. He he, he taught that faith in God, having knowledge of God's truth, will lead us into godliness. He taught about having hope in the Father that does not lie, but who speak of his promises from the beginning of time, who has brought forth his word through his Son. The truth about the Father transcends many ability to understand. We're chosen through the foreknowledge of the Father, through the sanctifying work of the Spirit, and through obedience to Christ Jesus. It is God's truth that we must keep and know and come to love. God's truth must live in us and reside in us forever. It is our belief in God's truth that allows us to receive grace and peace from Father through Christ Jesus. So we must keep the story straight It must be in our hearts. It must be in us. We must live by it. It's got to just be on our mind day and night, just knowing that we are in God and God is not in us. We must keep the story straight so our faith in God is not in vain. Have you ever met a, a son and a father and you knew immediately that they were related? You could see the exact image of the father and the son. Even when the son is away from the father, he acted in the same way that reminds you him of the father. The, see, the son's speech was the same. His, his movement was the same. His, his words was the same. See, in the same way, Christ, the Son of God, does exactly what the Father does. In the same way, you and I got to do exactly what Christ Jesus does. Keeping it straight. Keeping it bound by God. In the beginning, it is very simple. We just had to worship God the Father and praise His holy name. And the Father had a plan for His one and only begotten Son. God the Father called the Son of God, and and he set Christ Jesus above all uh, his companions by anointing his head with oil. Therefore, we belong to Christ. He is our God before the Father. The Father's plan was for a child to be born, for a son to be given, for the government to rest upon his shoulders. He would be called Wonderful Counsel, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Christ will reign on David's throne and the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. God's word teaches us so. See, even the devil knows God's word. He said to to Christ, if you are the son of God, then throw yourself down from this high place. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you. They they will lift you up by your hands and you will not strike your foot against a stone. Even the devil accepts the father's plan for his son. Why can't we accept Christ Jesus as the Son of God according to God's word? Why do we have to change it? Why does it have to become something different from us? See, we want to know the truth about about the Father and the Son. We must read the whole book of John. But many just read a few verses to support their teaching and their belief. In John chapter 1, we learn that in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God and the Word was God. And if we continue to read the book of John, we'll see that Christ was with the Father in the beginning, and through him all things was made. In Christ there is life in the light of mankind. The light shines in darkness, but the darkness is not able to understand it. See, it it, it makes sense why we can't come to understand the teaching of God's word about the Father and the Son. It it makes sense why we still don't understand it today. Because many are still living in darkness. See, the book of John continues to reveal the mystery about God's one and only Son. It says that Christ was in the world, but the world did not recognize him. He came to those who should receive him, but they rejected him. See, John's testimony about God's Son teaches how the Word of God became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Christ came from the Father. He, he was not the Father in the flesh. It, it was Jesus coming in the fullness of God. Go with me to John chapter 1, verses 14 to 16. See, Christ came to the Father. Came from the Father to do the Father's will. Christ said, not my will, but your will be done. We, we can't deny the Father and the Son when we're trying to worship God. John chapter 1, verses 14 and 16 says, The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We've seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, for the grace and truth. John testifies concerning him. He cries out, saying that this is him whom I said who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. From the fullness of his grace, we receive one blessing after another. See, God's word teaches us about the position of the Father has given Christ in John chapter 10. Scripture speaks of the use of the name God, saying if the Father called them gods, what about the one whom the Father set apart as his very own, who was sent into the world? Religious leaders accused Christ of blasphemy because he was saying that he was the Son of God, making himself equal to the Father. See, the book of Hebrews teaches that the Father brought forth his firstborn into the world and commanded all the angels to worship Christ. God the Father spoke of Christ's position when he said, your throne, O oh God, will last forever. Therefore, your God, therefore, God, your God has set you above your commandment, opinion, anointed your head with the oil of joy. We have been able to see the truth about God and His Son. That, that they are one in spirit, as we should be one in spirit in Christ. Let's keep the story straight. So we live by God's truth. His Son and His Spirit. Who the Father is and who the Son of God is has been established by God's Word. There's a matter of who are are the true sheep of Christ, who can hear the voice of the Lord. Christ says, I I know them and they know me. Christ said, My Father has given them to me and and no one can take them out of my hands. Christ teaches uh, those who will listen. That they were given everything they have to receive from the Father. And all the Father's words, and and he sent the Spirit of God into our hearts. He's given us everything we need. See, if, if we accept his words, then we'll know for certain that Christ came from the Father and we are part of God's kingdom. Christ prays for those given to him by the Father. Christ says that he asked the Holy Father to protect us by the power of his name. The name the Father gave him so those chosen by the Father can be one as the Father and the Son of one. Christ teaches us about the oneness of God. As he prays for us who believe in him becoming one as the Father is in Christ and Christ is in the Father. It's a calling for us to become one. One with the Father through Christ. So the whole world may believe that God the Father sent his Son in the world so we can be a child of God. Christ shares with us this glory that the Father gave him. So he will be with us as the Father is in him. Let the world know that the Father loves us just as he loves the Son. Go with me to John chapter 17. Verses 20 to 23. See, We're taught many things about God. We must allow God's word to stand alone. It is God's truth. John chapter 17 verses 20 to 23 says, My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through your message. That all of them may be one Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world believe that you have sent me. I give them the glory that you gave me. That they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me. May they be brought to complete unity to to let the world know that you sent me and, and have loved them as you loved me. We must see ourselves as one in Christ. The Father and Christ are working together as one and we must also do the same. There's much work to be done in the body of Christ to unite us. There's only one body. No matter what we are, Jew, Greek, white, black, rich, poor, we all drink from the same cup of salvation that we get from Christ Jesus. The Father and Son are are two separate spirits that operate as one. I believe in truth must always come from God, his, his word, his son, and his spirit. See, Scripture teaches us when Christ ascended to heaven that he took his place, took his seat right next to the throne of God. Scripture teaches us that the Father has a throne and that Christ Jesus has a throne. That God, the Father, has given us the Christ to be our Lord and to be our God. Not only are there two thrones, God the Father has a crown. And our Lord Christ Jesus has a crown. We must, we must stay with God's word and what God has taught us through his word, of how the kingdom of God looks. And see, this, this, this represents, it illustrates the power and authority that the Father has over all things. And the power and authority that the Father gave Christ Jesus. The throne and the crown represents the deity of God and the Father in Christ Jesus. Scripture teaches us to pray and live right before God so our prayers can reach the throne of God. See, the reason the crown is significant, it is a, one of the wars that's given to those who believe and obey God. See, not only did we receive a reward, we are also receiving eternal life. We are able to enter into God's kingdom. And you and I, because we're faithful to God, we also are given a crown of glory and honor from God that never fades away, that can never be taken away. We're before the throne of God. We're before that which God has put in place. We must keep this story straight. That there is God the Father, that there is God the Son, that there is the kingdom of God, Father has a throne, and Christ has a throne, and you and I are here, and Christ wants to reward us for for being obedient, for holding to the truth, for living by the truth, so you and I can receive that crown of honor and glory that we received because our worship was not in vain. Father God, we thank you. We thank you, God, that you, you loved us so much that you gave us life through your son, Christ. God's word says it does not matter what part of the body we are, whether we are a foot, a toe, a arm, a finger, For all parts must learn to look to work as one. God the Father has arranged the parts of the body of Christ just as he wants them to be. So let us find our place in the body of Christ and do our part as the whole body flourishes as the Father and the Son desires it to be. So let us live our life in a way that pleases God. That, that brings God glory and honor because of the way we live. Glory to God. In the beginning, God had a plan for his son. It's been revealed. And it remains today. Praise the Lord. Christ has been given authority over us to judge us, to bring us into God's salvation. Thank you, Jesus. So You are our God. You are our Savior. We accept you as Lord. In you and through you, we have the fullness of the Father. You, you're not the Father, but you are. You came from the Father, and you are seated at his right hand. Everything is being placed under your feet except the Father himself. And through all things, we praise and worship the Father through your holy name. But it's through you and for you we have been given life. We lift up our hands and our voices to praise the Father and the Son. All glory and honor belong to God. We're not known the Father without you, Christ Jesus. You were there from the beginning and all things created through you. It is by your death and life that we can freely worship the Father in your name. Thank you, Jesus. There's no other name by which we can be saved. You are our Savior. You are our King. You are our Priest. You are our God, but it pleases God and Father for it to be this way. And we receive it into our hearts. And thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. God, and keep us and strengthen us and lead us into your truth so we give you all the glory and all the honor for all that you've done for our life. Guide us and keep us this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. May God bless you.